0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com This week is a very exciting parsha as we are introduced to Moshe Rabbeinu and Kalaiso is getting ready to be taken out of triumph. This week is also a very special week because it is Shabbos Torah Anytime. What's Shabbos Torah Anytime? No, we, we don't think it's a to tear out, but it's Torah Anytime is having a campaign starting Matzay Shabbos, going on Sunday and Monday. It's a matching campaign to raise funds for Torah Anytime. Those of you, I'm not referring to you in the class, but those of you who listen to this online and gain from Torah Anytime, we ask that if you can contribute, even just a, a little if it has to be, if you can do more and more, but even if it's only $10 or so, that'll be very helpful for Torah Anytime. They have over a million users this year, over 10 million hours. As we said earlier, that's over 27,000 hours a day. And whatever you can give, they're looking to increase that the next year to maybe 20 million hours for the year, which is an amazing amount. Again, I started a a page. If you go to Torah Anytime or you can go to charityextra.com forward slash Torah Anytime forward slash Rabbi Eliezer Avish. Just one more time. CharityExtra.com forward slash Torah anytime forward slash Rabbi Eliezer Abish. And again, if you can give even five, ten dollars or whatever you can give, that will be greatly appreciated and go a far way to helping Torah anytime, helping us learn more Torah. So, this week's Parsha, we're introduced to Moshe Rabbeinu. but Moshe Rabbeinu is introduced to Hashem. Does anybody here know the first words that Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu? Correct, Moshe, Moshe. He calls him Moshe, Moshe, and then he tells him in Paragimel, Pesuk Hey, he says, don't come closer. Shal Na Alechem remove your shoes from your feet." That's the first instruction Hashem gives Moshe directly. Don't come closer. Remove your shoes from your feet, because the place you are standing is holy. But does anybody know the first message that Hashem gives Moshe? And it's a message he gives Moshe even before he says anything to him. And that is, Moshe sees Hashem, sees a fire burning in a bush. And that is the Shekhinah burning in a bush. And Rashi says, burning in a bush, Rashi says, V'lo'i lanachar. But not another tree. It was a lowly caper bush. Why not in a Big, majestic elm tree. So Rashi says, Mishum imo enochi b'tzara. Imo enochi b'tzara. I am with them in pain. Klai's souls in tribe they're working as slaves, says Hashem, I am with them in pain. And this was the first message that Hashem gives Moshe. You know, sometimes you go to a convention and everyone wears a sticker, it says, Hello, my name is. Hashem appears to Moshe with a big sticker, it says, Hello, my name is imo enochi b'tzara. I am with them in pain. Hashem has many names, and by the name Hashem chooses to use, that is the midah that Hashem is displaying. Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, you are going to now be the leader of Klal Yisrael. The most important midah a leader needs is empathy. He has to be an empathic person. You have to have empathy for the others. You can't just boss people around and tell people what to do because it's for your benefit. You have to feel for the other person. You have to know what the other person is feeling. And that is what he was teaching Moshe Rabbeinu. Of course, Moshe Rabbeinu already was practicing this, as we see earlier. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu had to run away from triumph when he saw a Mitzri beating another Jew. And he intervened. And then he saw two Jews fighting with each other, and he intervened. Why? He had empathy. Emo unochim And now that Hashem is coming to Moshe, that is his first message, Emo no Now you may think, why should I go and feel for somebody what does that help the person? How does it help the person if he's in pain and I, I feel for him? If he doesn't even know who I am? Maybe like Moshe, you go and you help the person in the fight. So it helps. Or someone is uh, very hungry and there's no food and you give him food. But if there's a famine and I happen to live just a few miles away and I have food in my house, okay, I'm not going to go and throw a party and, and show off that I have food. But in my own house, I can eat plenty. Why do I have to feel for another person? Says the Gemara in the on Yud Aleph, <speaking in Hebrew> anyone who suffers along with the Tzibur, with the community, <speaking in Hebrew> he will merit and witness the consolation of the community. If you're part of the community, which means they're in pain, so I feel the pain, I feel the pain, you are part of the community. The HaYemr Adah Amim Who's going to know what I do? I'm in my own house. Who's going to know what's going on in my own house? Who's going to know what's going on in my own heart? Says the Gemara, Avnei Beis The of Beis The beams, the stones in your house, they will testify against you. Or as the Gemara goes on, not only that, but the Malachim, Ki the Malachim that travel with you, Nishmavs HaSholadam, Hu Mi'id Olav, or your Neshama, will testify against you. It's so important that someone else is in pain, you feel that pain as well. And don't think, well, how is he feeling better because I feel his pain? And the answer is, because each person was decided how much pain that person should have. And if because that person is in pain, now I'm in pain, but it wasn't decreed on me to have that pain, Hashem has to reduce it now because more people feel that pain. And that's what Hashem is telling Moshe, to be a leader, emo and I'll keep in sorrow. Many years ago, there was a shul, and the shul was having a a luncheon on a Sunday. And by this luncheon, it was a, nicely prepared. They had all sorts of stations. And there was an ice cream bar. And the rabbi sees a fellow, and he's eating. And the rabbi is speaking to him. He says, you know, how come you're not taking any ice cream? So the fellow says, "That ah, rabbi, I don't like ice cream. And the rabbi looks and says, don't tell me. I know you very well. You love ice cream. There's such a beautiful ice cream bar. You're not taking any ice cream. Take some ice cream. Enjoy. He says, No, nah, Rabbi, I don't like ice cream. And the Rav gets a little nervous. He says, Is everything okay? Are you not allowed to eat it? Like, what happened? I know you like ice cream. I know you for many years. So he looks at the Rav. He says, hey, Rabbi, you really want to know? Now the Rav was getting serious. He goes, Yeah, I want to know. What's going on? He says, Well, you remember about three or four weeks ago you gave a speech. At that time, unfortunately, the how Palestinian terrorists were throwing rockets in Eretz Yisrael. A lot of them were landing on a city called Stay road in Eretz city in Road. And you were saying that we should do something about it. We all should do something about it. So I started saying something more to Hillel for them. But I wanted to do something more. But I know I don't have a plane. I can't go down there. I do money to give them. I don't know what to do. So I decided that I'm not going to eat ice cream. I'm not going to eat any ice cream until that bombing is finished. Imo Nochi And the rubber is just so impressed. First of all, someone listened to his speech, but that this person took it seriously and therefore he's not eating ice cream while his fellow brothers and sisters are in Arty and stay road and their bombs falling on them. There's a similar story. There's a couple sitting in their kitchen, a husband and wife, and all of a sudden they heard their daughter who was talking on the phone. Shrieking, She goes, Oh, that's so great. Tonight I can sleep with a pillow. And the parents looked at each other. So said, what? what? What's she talking about? And when the girl, the teenage girl, coming into the kitchen, the parents looked at her and said, Is everything okay? She goes, Yeah, everything's fine. Why? She goes, What do you mean tonight you can sleep with a pillow? And the girl got all red. She goes, You heard that? And they said, How could we not? You were screaming it. What's going on? Oh, nothing. What do you mean nothing? What do you mean tonight you can sleep with a pillow? Last night you didn't have a pillow? And she looks at her parents and she says, Well, I'll tell you, our principal, our menhalet, was not feeling well. And unfortunately, she was diagnosed with an illness and she was in the hospital the past few weeks. And me and a bunch of my friends got together and we decided, we learned about this concept of emo nochi vitzara, that we can help if we feel her pain. And we all decided not to sleep with a pillow while our principal is still in the hospital. So I just got a call now that she's coming out of the hospital. So now, tonight, I can sleep with a pillow. And the parents were amazed at what a level their daughter reached. But what was most amazing is, is that girl who didn't sleep with the pillow is the daughter of that fellow who wasn't eating ice cream. We should never think that what we do is in a vacuum. That girl just picked up on the feelings of her father, of Imo Nelchi And that's the message that Shem was telling Moshe, you're going to be the leader of Christ what a message we should all take for ourselves as we go through this parsha. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.